All right. Hello out there to everyone, all five of you who may be listening. <laughs> <laughs> to everyone from the Motor City of Detroit to the megalopolis of Pelzer, South Carolina. The town's so terrible that two different counties refuse to claim it. Uh, that over there is Brian. My name is Tom, and we have a very special guest today. Her name is Victoria Watlington. How are you, Victoria? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me. All right. Thank you for coming. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, we actually want you to be here. <laughs> and Victoria is a candidate for Charlotte City Council District Three, which is we're sitting right on the line there, but we are in District Three over here, and uh, that is on the uh, white hot west side. Is also included in District Three. There's a lot going on down here. Um, Today, the podcast is being recorded at the vault inside the playroom right here on Red Hot West Side of Charlotte uh, in District 3 at the uh, Glorious Playroom, 916 Tuck CG Road. Visit theplayroomonline.com, Charlotte's premier recording and rehearsal facility since 1994. Go there, check it out, rent some space, rent some studio time, record a podcast for dirt cheap. That's what we do. We, yeah, we, we can't what... afford whatever's above dirt, air cheap. <laughs> we don't even know what we're doing. That um, much is certain. So I'm going to get the easy, boring stuff out of the way. Hit first. it. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> how long have you been in Charlotte and what brought you here? Yeah, sure. So I've been in Charlotte since 2009. Mm. So this year makes 10 years, a full decade. Noob. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I was talking to somebody a couple days ago and they were like, oh, yeah, until you get to about 30 years, nobody thinks that you're... No, if you get like five years, you're a charlatan. You're just a newbie charlatan. That's all. Well, good. Well, then you belong I guess to I'm us a... now. Good, good, good. So beat. yeah, I moved. Um, I moved here in 2009 because I took a job with Procter and Gamble down in Lancaster, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So I moved to Charlotte and commuted. Um, every day, but yeah, I've been that here used to seem like a long way. It's nothing now, right? Yeah, exactly. I go there in Sun City, mm-hmm. Indian Land, all that stuff, all the time. Yes, it's amazing. I feel like we really are. A, we're starting anyway to think like a region yeah. versus, oh, well, I can't go to the other side of town. That's somebody else's neighborhood. Man, I got relatives in York County, South Carolina, and they're terrified to go north on mm-hmm. Highway 49. Mm-hmm. No, nah, man, I can't go to Charlotte. No, nah, I mean, they got four roads over there. I can't handle all oh. that. <laughs> it's terrifying <laughs> to them. Shoot. Shoot. York has its own big, um, big, I guess, highways, if you will, now. Yeah. Now that they've built out five and some of the other ones, it's yeah. kind of like, oh, okay. Y'all yeah, and they're uh, constantly expanding to 160 and 161. Anything that really makes my commute a little less parked on the highway, I like. <laughs> I'm lucky. I can kind of come and go whenever I want to, yeah, but no, no. I'm not typical. Um, Victoria, your district that you would like to serve, District yeah. 3, it's a hot, hot district. It's a great area of Charlotte. It includes the white, hot west side, the Freedom mm-hmm. Drive corridor. Mm-hmm. What is it that concerns you, and what do you think you can help this district and Charlotte as a whole, and even on the bigger picture, Mecklenburg County, North Carolina? What can you do? What are you looking to do? Mm -hmm. Sure. So, a couple of things. I'll say concerns or opportunities, if you will. because we're changing so rapidly, we've got the rail line that's coming down mm-hmm. uh, Wilkinson. We've got the River District that's going to be the new Ballantine uh, to the west of the airport. We've got rerouting of some of our major thoroughfares. South End is moving west, like we were talking earlier. There's just so much going on that it's important that we take the opportunity right now before things really start taking off um, to make sure that we've got our hands wrapped around it and that we are, we're protecting for affordability, that people are able to um, be a part of yeah. the growth and the change. And so we don't end up looking up and it's a completely different west side and the residents that have been here and invested here are not able to stay we got to make sure to your point earlier brian about transportation that we do it in a way that makes sense so we're people are able to enjoy living on the west side and not sitting in their cars um for uh 
forever waiting to get home in, in a traffic yeah. jam. And still being able to stay in those same homes. Brian exactly. will attest to it, and so will a lot of other people. I've been railing on this for years with property tax going up and up. I kept mm-hmm. talking to people and saying, well, I don't know how they would do this, but couldn't they do something for legacy homes? You mm-hmm. know, just as a, for instance, right over here in Enderley Park, somebody that's living in the house that their mother and their grandmother exactly. and grandfather lived in. Mm-hmm. There, there's got to be a way that, um, and you may already have ideas on this, um, a way that they can you know, make them legacy homes where if the family's still there, they're not selling the house, but mm-hmm. someone in the family is still living there where the house has been willed to them or left to them or they're taking care of their older relative or uh, parent. I feel like there should be a way that those those taxes are n- maybe not frozen, but mm-hmm. greatly reduced as long as it stays in the family and isn't sold at a profit. Is that? Am I insane? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. As a matter of fact, the... <laughs> Brian's looking Brian at me. just pointed at me. <laughs> oh, man. I just mean, is that a crazy idea? No, I don't think so. And um, as of course, there's already the Aging in Place program with the city that uh, provides tax abatement support. And the really? county, of course, has its own tax abatement I'm not programs. quite old enough to know what that is. Well... <laughs> You looked at me like, oh, you should know that, sir. No, You're older. I don't mean it like that at all. No, 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 no. But there are programs for seniors to help with okay. that, to kind of give um, reduced taxes, if you will. It's like annual programs. But I think that one of the things that we should look at is not just for seniors, but for people who live exactly like you said. Maybe I moved into the house. I took care of my mother. She passed away, and I've been here right. kind of thing. How do we make sure that people that are in areas that are um, that are turning over and are changing? Targets for gentric- gentrification. Exactly. exactly. Yes. How do we make sure that people that are in those areas also have some some safety net, if you will, sure. to be able to stay? So I don't think it should just be for uh, seniors. I think we should You're look right. at expanding it. I was not mm-hmm. aware of that program. Mm-hmm. I pride myself on knowing something, but I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yep. There's um, $1.5 million allocated for it over the next two years. So you'll see 750000 in the 2020 budget and then uh, another 750000 following. We like numbers. <laughs> <laughs> and too. you seem to have a better grasp on math and numbers than most musicians. <laughs> <Shame>. <laughs> Reference our previous podcast. <laughs> well, that's really good news. I can't believe I was on the same page with smart people. Oh, geez. But um, I, I said for years that I thought that Freedom Drive is the single nicest piece of infrastructure, not including interstates and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the nicest piece of infrastructure in Charlotte. It's always had you know, three and four lanes in either direction, pedestrian oases, which is the proper plural, mm-hmm. Brian, um, <laughs> nice crosswalks, uh, the proper amount of uh, stoplights and just very well, just very well built. And I see companies coming. Mm-hmm. The day I saw Walker Zanger Tylen stuff, yes. I spent years <laughs> in that, in the decades in that industry. And when I saw them take mm-hmm. that old Goodwill, Goodwill building, yeah. I said, oh, it's on. Because uh-huh. that place is the most outrageously priced tile company in the world. We and were that's just a good in thing. there two, what, last week, I think it was? It's it was the like, Whole Foods wow. of tile. Yes. <laughs> that's what it is. <laughs> Except they don't have $3 root beer. <laughs> it was very pretty in there. It's a market they could corner. Hmm. Root beer on freedom or something? Um, I got a question. So we norm- yeah. we normally um, are interviewing musicians in here, and you know they're always, <clears throat> and we even talked to them about it of um, certain places closing down and other mm-hmm. things coming up, and all these apartments and whatever. Do you ever think the city is growing just too fast? Mm-hmm. I do, I do, and I think that not just too fast, just because it's too fast, right. but 
because we're not planning and we haven't got to the place where we can say, all right, let's look forward. And so that's why I'm really excited about the 2040 uh, comprehensive planning work. I think it's absolutely critical to do it now. Because I think about even when I moved here in 2009 down to uh, Still Creek, Mm -hmm. Still Creek looks completely different than it did when I moved here just 10 years ago. But I don't know that anybody ever really said, let's get a handle on this. I think people were taken by surprise. And y'all can tell, well, you can tell me that, but it seems as if folks weren't really expecting Charlotte to blow up. They Charlotte has always been, and I don't want to jinx it, but a little bit recession-proof. It's always uh-huh. been growing, but the growth during the last housing boom that crashed in 8 and, and 9 and all that stuff, I thought the growth was unfettered, unmanaged. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just just crazy amounts of sprawl. There was no, um, you know, inspectors weren't inspecting things properly. They weren't getting out there on uh, quick enough. Mm-hmm. There was no erosion abatement on job sites. There was no litter control. There were no recycling. All this stuff just directly related to building. I feel like it's better this time. I go mm-hmm. to a lot of new neighborhoods with one of the jobs I have, and um, it just um, it seems better this time. It doesn't seem out of control. It is. It, it is growing rapidly, but mm-hmm. a lot of that growth is also just over our borders in Fort Mill, right. in Indian land, things like right. that. I, I think we have a better grasp on it, and we have more help from our neighbors. I know um, they expect a lot of people to be moving here over the next few years, and they're building a lot of these apartment complexes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it just I just feel like they're popping up on every corner. Mm-hmm. So that's why I didn't know if you thought it was just And they're expensive. Right. Well, they are. They are expensive. And then they take away from parking at other places mm-hmm. or whatever else. Everybody's got different hot and cold takes on all of it. So, right. Yeah. Do you feel like we've moved in Charlotte proper? Have we moved towards a building in and up at this point instead of out? Because yes, we've run definitely. out of space. We've run out of land. I looked yeah. at a um, map a few months ago and it showed maybe 10 years ago where uh, you could kind of see the tree canopy and the green space undeveloped land. Yeah. And if you look now, I mean, we literally we literally have no more space when yeah. you really look at it. Um, so infill has become the thing, which isn't a bad thing because if you get smart about where you do infill, then you can reduce folks having to travel around and you can create more walkable communities Um, but yeah I think we are at that place where you're going to build up and you're going to do you're going to have to do more redevelopment than anything well that's how the really big cities and the world-class cities have done it over Mm -hmm. the years is build it near your um, transportation infrastructure and really all we have right now is our light rail Mm -hmm. but that's a great great start and it's been a great thing and I love it we've got the scooters <laughs> I loathe the scooters. Do you? Yes, I do. They're scary, but I could see why. I, well, I mean, I could see jumping on it if I didn't have far to go. Let me tell you, we've we've come up here to our place here on Tuckasegee before, and it's it's not a one lane driveway. It is yeah. a multi space parking lot beside other parking. It's an industrial area. And uh-huh. Found two, three of those things laying out in the driveway, mm-hmm. and let me tell you, it wasn't me, but people got them and threw them pretty far into the next parking lot. (laughs) Yeah. So they get angry about them being left places. My sister was really upset about the lime bikes being left Mm -hmm. in her front yard. Mm Mm-hmm. So she wanted my scrap metal guy's phone number. And I said, no, don't call him for that, man. I feel like I haven't seen the uh, line bikes in a long time. Not as time. much. Yeah. Well, that was a pilot program, I believe. Oh, okay. Well, doesn't think... the city have the B-cycles? Is that a Charlotte City thing? Is that still a thing? Is that the ones with the hospital? I, I don't know. In, in New York, they have the city bikes. That's, yeah. you know, Citibank does. But here, I think they had um, um, Atrium was doing them or Caroline's Medical yeah, Center or something like that. <laughs> um, so... Going back to, you know, earlier days, what got you 
interested in politics. I know you have Yeah. So real simple. My neighbors. Okay. I um I was involved with different things when I first moved here. Um as far as back when Hands on Charlotte before it became United Way. I mm-hmm. did some of that. I was very involved involved with the um, National Society of Black Engineers and involved in my church. Um but when I moved I moved out of Steel Creek because traffic had gotten too bad. That commute down to Lancaster, it was from Steel Creek, first, mm-hmm, going because at the time they hadn't even widened, uh, you know, the intersection where Gold Hill Road and 160. That's mm-hmm. is. exactly where he lives. That's where I live. Oh well, then you know. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. <laughs> They're starting, I think, widen 160 when you're going into right near now. Hamilton yeah. Road. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. And um, <clears throat> so I moved. I said I needed to be somewhere close on 77, and just so happened to move to my neighborhood I live in now, right off West Boulevard, and started to meet my neighbor. So I'm an Army brat, like we were saying before, and I moved around a little bit. Um, I can't believe you didn't move back to Fayetteville. (laughs) Let's stop there. Let's stop there. Remember, anybody (laughs) on the Internet can hear this. (laughs) (laughs) 910. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Oh, so I moved up here and. As soon as I started to meet my neighbors, I mean, it was I moved into an older neighborhood that um, was just more quiet. It wasn't very suburban or anything like that. No garages, that kind of thing. Um, but my neighbors had been in their houses for years, and they were generational homes. And even I was talking to a neighbor um, a couple weeks ago, and they she she and her husband bought her home 45 years ago. They've been there ever since. They raised their family. And so anyway, that struck me. I felt like, oh, this is Charlotte because you know, especially living out further to some of the outer ring neighborhoods, um, it still feels a little more transient. People are from a bunch the of The newer places. the neighborhood, obviously, the less time people could be there. Exactly right. Exactly. And folks may move in for jobs, and so that's kind of more yeah. their focus. You don't get a lot of that community engagement necessarily. Mm-hmm. And so when I moved in and started to get involved, um, it was right around the time that my neighborhood was starting to have talks about re- reviving the Neighborhood Association. And so I joined as a secretary. And from then on, just been getting more and more and more involved. Where mm-hmm. it – well – I don't guess you would mind telling what, what is your neighborhood? I know what it's called, but what is that closest to? Are you closer to 77 or are you closer to we Willie We are Grant? right off 77. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. On the other so side you're of basically like, from you're basically like Upper Revolution Park. Exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. See, Brian, that's what pays off living here your whole life. I know things. <laughs> I don't know. I know where 77 is. Well, do you know where Wilmore is? I don't know what that is. Oh, oh. tragic. Jeez. <laughs> I know where West. Yeah. I don't do you know what this is? That's a. It's an ink pen, yes. Okay. <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah. yeah, so got involved there, um, started to make connections with the city and with the county because there's this cool program that you can request a speaker to your neighborhood meetings. Mm-hmm. And we had different small little things like code enforcement or landscaping. People had questions about various things. And so I was able to connect those dots by having people from the various departments come in and explain more about the programs and that kind of thing. Um, and so when you've been in your neighborhood a little bit, they start to look for folks who are going to do work, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> and so I signed up um, as a neighborhood leader uh, with the city of Charlotte and got invited to go to the community planning academy that's put on by the city of Charlotte's planning department. And that was, what I think, where the light bulb came on for me. So I'm an engineer, so I'm very process-oriented, control the input, control you can control the output, right? And so we started to learn about how planning and how zoning shapes a city and urban renewal and the old Brooklyn neighborhood and red lining and housing discrimination and all of these kinds of things. And for me, that was the moment where I said, oh, we got here by design when you start to think about the crescent and the wedge. Yes. Um, so we got to design our way out of it, right? And so that's when I said, okay, I want to learn as much as I possibly can. So after I 
came out of the Community Planning Academy, I was able to go to CMPD Citizens Academy, as well as Civic Leadership Academy with Housing and Neighborhood Services, and then the Aviation Academy that's put on by the airport. And so through that, just learning, meeting uh, people, having an opportunity to advocate for my neighbors, I was invited to join the board of the West Boulevard Neighborhood <laughs> Coalition. And the coalition represents the 19 neighborhoods between 77 and Billy Graham along West Boulevard. And so I've been the Land Use Committee Chair for All the of which I have partied down in over the years. <laughs> <laughs> in a very reserved way. Sure, no, sure, I got friends sure. in every one of those neighborhoods, man. It's very dear to me. Yeah. Good. Well, um, I absolutely love it. And um, I've had an opportunity to work, like I said, as the land use chair for the last two and a half years with the uh, planning department, the housing and neighborhood services, <clears throat> excuse me, economic development to put together what we're calling the West Corridor Playbook. And it compri- is comprised of a market study, uh, community-based project list, um, as well as um, an overview with recommendations of what it is that we need to do to be able to make sure our community thrives in the way that we'd like to see it. And so it's now been adopted by our um, city <clears throat> our city manager's office and is being rolled into the 2040 comprehensive plan. Nice. And we were able to get some funding this year to do some of the low-hanging fruit projects. So we're rolling. We're on see, the that's the cool thing is just like when you just hit me to the aging in place and I know that there's money that's going into that. Um, you can't ask for the help if you don't know it's there sometimes. Exactly. And so mm-hmm. it's good to have somebody to go and let's send you out, young lady, uh-huh. and you learn and come back and teach us. Exactly you know, kind of right. like the doctor's thing where people overseas will send somebody out to go to med school. They come back, mm-hmm. they're a doctor for the town. Exactly. But that's how it is in South America. I've never been to South America, so. I've been to Honduras. That's Central America. Yeah, that's as far south as I've been. Belize, Honduras, and like. A little bit of Mexico. That's okay, stop far. bragging. No, oh, <laughs> Most no. of us only go as far south as Pelzer. You've been all the way to South South America. <laughs> I've been to I've been to South America as many times as I've been to Pelzer. Pelzer, it's <laughs> not Pilsner. Pilsner's a beer. I said Pelzer. You said Pelzer. Did he not say Pelzer? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, I'll never get it right. I saw something on your site that mm-hmm. I'd also seen brought to my attention mm-hmm. by. Another registered Republican that mm-hmm. says, hey, man, you know, I'm registered Republican, but I like this uh, Mayor Lyles. And she said this and they pointed this out to me and I went and Googled it. And basically, she said, we've got to make the city affordable to the people who work here. Mm-hmm. If you work here, you should be able to afford to live here. Right. I know you hit on some of that, but um, how do we do that? Is mm-hmm. it is it um, uh, housing? Is it vouchers? Is it more? Is it a different type of Section 8? Um is it some sort of subsidized rent control? I mean, are we going the way of Manhattan at some point, or mm-hmm. how do we how do we get a hold of that? Because people are getting priced out of living somewhere within 15 miles of their job. Absolutely, it's a couple of different things. Um, well, we can't do inclusionary zoning here um, because, of course, North Carolina State won't allow it. Um, but it's a conglomeration. I would like to see, and I haven't investigated deeply yet, but I, I'm very interested to think about how do we how do we subsidize in a way that's individual based versus place based. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that that helps when you start to look at development and financing and how do we make sure that if we're if if we're not going to do a project that is based in affordable housing and getting funds from the state and from the federal government, how do we enable people to still live there even if it's market rate? I think there's something to do there. There's also land banking. So ownership's the name of the game, right? When mm-hmm. you think about, okay, 
years from now, if I still want to be here, I want to lock in my price as much as possible, right? You do that by purchasing. And so I think we've got to support some of the existing programs like down payment assistance. There's rehab programs for seniors that are in their homes that maybe want to stay in their homes because they don't have anywhere else to go, um, but need they need money for repairs. We've yeah. got that. We've got lead, um, lead abatement as well. Um, but well, like I was saying, as far as ownership, I think that we've got to leverage our city in a, in a new way to support land uh, trust. And so we have the West Side Community Land Trust on this side of town, and that's one piece of our uh, playbook that we've said we want to make sure that we support the land trust to enable them to be able to go and purchase vacant land, to be able to go and approach um, out-of-state investors. Because right now on the West Side, we've got about 12% of our um, homes are actually vacant and they're owned by out-of-state uh, investors or non-owner. They're not owner-occupied. And so that's an opportunity then to go in and say, okay, we'd like to purchase these uh, homes, maybe um, in bulk, if you will, so that we can leverage some of that scale to be able to purchase them for cheaper. Um, the other piece of it is I think that the city of Minneapolis has this, and maybe you're familiar, is interest, it has an interesting uh, debate going on right now in terms of eliminating single-family um, zoning. And so I, I'm not a proponent of willy-nilly like, I feel like Nashville is kind of willy-nilly in the way that they do zoning. <laughs> No shade. But um, I do think there's some opportunity to allow multiple family housing in neighborhoods in a way that's going to be tasteful. And like you could go to in uh, Wesley Heights right now, there's um, duplexes and Mm -hmm. uh, triplexes that you wouldn't necessarily even recognize. from My sister's neighborhood, she um, I don't know what you would call her neighborhood, but it's Park and Woodlawn, Park Mm Road Shopping Center area. Mm -hmm. They have probably Montclair. No, Montclair would be farther south, okay. south of Madison Park, mm-hmm. or Mad Park, as we call it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. But anyway, I, um, I can't remember what they call it. But anyway, mm-hmm. that neighborhood, uh, a lot of older Greek families, that particular neighborhood has some of the nicest duplexes mm-hmm. in, in Charlotte, mm-hmm. anywhere I've ever been. And um, you wouldn't, it's it's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. They, right. They're just really, really nice duplexes right. and been there from, gosh, since the 60s. Right. So there is a very, there there is a tasteful way to do that stuff. Exactly. Or a way that won't, I shouldn't say tasteful, apartments are tasteful. No, I know. A way mean. that will not upset the existing. Character of the neighborhood. Yes. Yep. And you mentioned apartments. So I definitely think there's a place when, especially as we think about the Silver Line for transit-oriented development, mm-hmm. like mixed use, mixed income um Development. I think that we've got to increase density in certain areas sure. where it makes sense. Um, I think you've got to make it easier to build in the city by by reducing waste in the system when you start to look at zoning and permitting processes. I think there's some things we can do there to um, streamline the process so when you so we can reduce carrying costs, for instance, for um, for developers. I think. Um, Also, though, there's a component of affordability that has to do with economic mobility. We've got to be able to train folks to get jobs that are higher wages and jobs that are meeting the needs of the city. So as we think about recruiting businesses in targeted areas, we want to make sure that we're growing a workforce that can take those jobs and not just the entry-level jobs but be able to grow. I think Charlotte's always been progressive at higher-paying, higher-skilled jobs. But some Mm -hmm. of the other, uh, I I will not name names of Mm -hmm. companies, but some of the other companies, I've railed on them for years. You cannot hire someone for eight or nine bucks an hour and expect to get a Costco type exactly. employee that's being hired for seventeen bucks an exactly. hour, right. who will stay at Costco forever, run the register because they love it. Mm-hmm. You can, you're just not going to get that same quality of person because even if it's a good worker, they're going to be looking to move on quicker. Exactly right. Um, you talked a lot about residential. What about commercial mm-hmm. on Freedom Drive? There's some golden golden opportunities for people to snatch up some of these mm-hmm. old empty buildings. Mm-hmm. And it can be right beside, like, I think it's called Mezzanine down here at uh, Camp Green and Freedom, uh-huh. the apartment complex. Uh-huh. Yep. That's going right into that parking lot yep. where Compare, Compare for folks, <laughs> Compare Foods, <laughs> the old Kmart for all of us old heads. Um, <laughs> that's what it used to be. But um, 
it, I mean, it's bumping up right there. there mm-hmm. There's, there's going to be an entry and an exit right there in that parking lot. Mm-hmm. And also the school. Was it Movement School? Uh-huh, Movement yeah. School. So a lot of cool stuff right there with an apartment complex right next door. Exactly right. There's golden opportunities, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Do Does the city have a lot of grants available for some of these buildings or, like, a lot of money for small business loans? Like, I'm not, I'm not familiar with all of it here in Charlotte, so... Mm-hmm. Do they have Did a you lot bring of that? paperwork for us? Is the question. <laughs> How do we get money? But I, well, I didn't know like because with like you just said, Freedom Drive and this whole area is got money a bunch specifically of for yeah. like economic. Do they have uh, a lot to offer in that um, sense? Not in the way of like new buildings and things <clears throat> like that. The city does offer um, matching grants for things like security improvement. They do have facade improvement grants, <clears throat> but again, they're matching grants, <clears throat> um, and so. You've got to be careful with that a lot of times, especially if you don't own your building, because if you go get the matching grant, then you upfit the building. Well, then you may be subject to being priced out because now the person who owns the building Mm -hmm. will send you off. So there's some there's some things to (coughs) think about. But the money is definitely there. One thing that um, I think that we can do differently is restructure the way the grants are, because a lot of times access to capital is the issue with uh, Mm -hmm. small business. And so if you had the money, you wouldn't necessarily need the matching grant. Um, So putting it up on the front end, I think, is a a barrier of entry for folks. And so that's something that um, um, the Business Advisory Committee and Economic Development um, group have been talking about and trying to figure out how do we make that more accessible for small business. Yeah. And I know I keep focusing a lot on the Freedom Drive corridor, but that is... (laughs) That spot. is the West Side Plaza Midwood type thing. Mm-hmm. That is our central and plaza area over there. That in Tuckasegee. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a block from us is the Lucky, is it Lucky, Lucky Puppy? Do- Lucky, Lucky Dog. dog. Yeah, Lucky dog, dog, dog Bar. Uh-huh. They do a booming business. There's a new coffee place that opened across from J Street, across uh-huh. from them. They're you putting take- a seltzery in, is what I heard. What I is a seltzery? They make seltzer. Like, you, like, like you know, like a White like- Claw. It's like rich people Zima. Okay. Yeah. But <laughs> White Claw's hot right now. Yeah, yeah. People like White Claw. Everybody's making versions of that. Yeah. If you go the back way, there's that in like the corner of the bend there, they're putting something in there. I don't even know what that's going to be. Yeah, that entry back there behind, there's a city landscape facility diagonally across from us on okay. Tuckasegee. Um, you should know that. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, behind them is another, I think they're building the, I don't know if they're expanding the Wesley Heights uh, apartments down there. But anyway, there's something that's yeah. built. It's, then, it's well, residential. Talking about putting a brewery over here too somewhere. Yeah, so uh, Thrift of... Road's probably going to be pretty hot. See, yeah. old uh, Ruth Salad's building. They used to make like, um, or they still do um, pimento cheese and chicken. It's for poor people like us, you know, <laughs> like me. I used to eat that stuff. But um, anyway, th- those old buildings there, they've graded all of the parking lots, mm-hmm. made them level. They're going to be hip buildings with roll-up doors. Mm-hmm. And, but they've got cool, uh, cool bones and loading yeah. docks and big areas where they can be retrofitted however you want it. It's going to be a hot, hot area. Mm-hmm. I was just over, I think it was last week, um, at uh, Noble Smoke. Mm-hmm. Yep. I absolutely love what they've done with the building yeah. in there and yeah. the little chicken spot or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, on I think, the is it, what's it, Luana's or something like that? It's, it's a, it's a person's first name and then some kind of chicken thing. Mm. It's an old gas station. That was an Esso. Yeah, that was, I think it was an Esso and then an Exxon maybe 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. I just read today that somewhere on South Boulevard there's an old tire shop. They're turning into like five restaurants and a medical center. I'm not sure that's District 3. No, it's not, but I'm just saying they're taking we these don't buildings. Care. I so. love it. Oh, we don't care, man. Let somebody else <laughs> You are that. the mayor of this town. You know <laughs> not, everything. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, all these older buildings. It was at certain times <laughs> right. of the year and date. <laughs> right. Man, South Boulevard wasn't nothing in 1987. <laughs> I remember Crockett Park burned Neither down. Neither was I. <laughs> oh, Lord. You were something. You were a, a pleasant thought in somebody's mind. A twinkle mind. in my daddy's eye. <laughs> yeah. But 
I, I guess I keep going back to that because mm-hmm. there's such great opportunities. I yeah. mean, gosh, look what the county did with the old Freedom Mall. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. that's the amazing that facility out there. Uh-huh. It's it's the county offices down here where I went and begged them not to raise my taxes so okay. much, Brian. Remember that? <laughs> yeah. I came in here all smiling, man. They knocked it way down, dude. But um, they were real nice. But yeah. that facility is amazing, mm-hmm. and I'm glad because it just sat, you know, quasi semi empty for so mm-hmm. long. There's great opportunities everywhere, but I still think this is the the last great frontier in right. Charlotte as far as redevelopment right. in an area that still has buildings of character. Mm-hmm. So let me ask you this too. Um, outside of the business aspect of this, what what are some cool spots in the district that mm-hmm. you know you you might go to to frequent to like just hang out or recommend that might be good places that people check out that they may not have food, drink, yeah. kind of hidden like gems, that. I guess if you want to call them. Well, I'm simple, so <laughs> I'm a simple girl. I spend a lot of time at the West Boulevard Library. I kid you not. But I also love Pinkies. I know it's bad. Enderly Coffee, I just adore. Yeah, yeah, we know that dude. I just yeah. adore Tony. Yeah. Yeah. So amazing. Real nice guy. Yep. I love the love. I love, love to go to any of the coffee. I love Cuzzo's. Uh, that lobster mac and cheese okay. is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've mm. got, <laughs> you never had lobster mac and cheese? Mm. No, I haven't. Not that one. Oh, I tried it in Savannah one time. It was okay. No, you need to go to Cuzzo's. Okay. And have their lobster mac and cheese. It's amazing. And their right. chicken tenders are so good that you don't even have to have sauce. I know. I'm what, are you working for them? <laughs> Stop shilling. It's good. When I like it, I like it. I really do. But I, I'm, I like. Well, you're um, going right down, right down there. So you, your next stop, you're probably going to tell me you just stop off at uh, the Milestone to grab a PBR <laughs> no. Friday night. Have you ever been to Milestone? Uh, no. That is world and famous. I've never had a PBR. <laughs> Make sure it's in a can, can and very cold. But anyway, no. Milestone is one of your landmark places on the West Side oh, since so 1969. I mean, do they serve like ginger beer? Because I don't drink. Um, I don't know. It's not <laughs> it's really a, the drink. It's a, it's a famous. Uh, it's a famous metal. Rock and, and metal. Yeah. Club. Uh, okay. But they've had all kinds of stuff. But it really is a very famous place. Mm-hmm. Ca- cash only. Make sure it's cash. Yeah, cash only. Oh, don't ever take no card in there. They'll That's look how you'll know that you don't belong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've got the couch that used to be in the bar areas outside now. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's terrible. It is just terrible. But it's, it's wow. missing but the it's center. Historic, but it's historic. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. And a lot of stickers and writing on the wall and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And uh, anyway, there was a Holly Farms chicken right beside there. <laughs> you literally know. Yeah, they were the first ones to have those potato wedges with the skins on it. Everybody else after that was a poser. But th- that place, um, right down the other side of, uh, go back down Thrift Road, um, up to the, you know where Pinkies is? Yeah, of course. Across the park, uh, across the street, there's right some apartments. I think it's uh, Asbury Flats or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's the former site of the world-famous Pterodactyl Club. Punk, rock, industrial. Um, the Ramones played there, Living Color. I saw Living Color there back in the 80s. Uh, Nirvana yeah. played there, I think. or Nirvana <clears throat> might have been at 1313, but... A lot of really cool bands, mm-hmm. a lot of really drunk people. So let me ask you this question because it's not in District 3. It's off Central Avenue, or it used to be off Central Avenue. Okay. It was a, I'm pretty sure it was a club. I was in there maybe like two times They where they used to do Play Date Charlotte. Anyway, they knocked it down and they rebuilt. I think the Salvation Army is across the street from there now. Okay. I want, what did, what was that place? It was, um, they used to do events there. Um, it was um, uh, The Big Chill or something, or was okay. that the name of But it was one of those places where they did... Um, events. Yeah. Um, you could rent it to do your event. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a club every weekend, but the, they, they could rent it out. There was another one called the Big Chills on um, East East Boulevard and maybe McDowell. Mm. Mm-hmm. I just remember Very one day it places. was flattened and I was like, oh. Yeah, that was, and it was really cool and I think you would consider that architecture art deco, but <laughs> there's a lot of cool stuff. I mean, Recover, they're a cool spot. Tell her here. about Recover. Um <clears throat> Y'all need to, to make Pinkies. me a list. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, these are places that you should know are over here because you can brag on them. Recover yeah. Brands is. Yeah, so where Pinkies is, mm-hmm. pretty much directly across from Pinkies. And then what's that over Behind there? Behind Wells Fargo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, where the old consolidated building is. Yeah. 
Yeah, they are a, a an apparel company mm-hmm. that we we do business with. Sometimes headquartered in North Carolina. Yeah, and they're headquartered here. But um, they make all of their apparel out of upcycled cotton and recycled oh, cool. plastic. So oh, it's nice. kind of cool. Eight eight plastic bottles and upcycled cotton goes mm-hmm. into the weaving uh, machinations and yeah. but whatever we, we, mechanical mm-hmm. engineering term I'm looking for <laughs> in production. I don't even remember how we technically how we really found them, and then we realized, oh, they're right here. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, but really cool stuff, good for the environment. Mm-hmm. They they do very little dyeing. That's why none of their shirts are solid. They're mm-hmm. all blends because uh-huh. it's a blend. It's an amalgamation of all these different colors of plastic and cotton. They also have... I was going to say, you can pick up some at Mad Parking. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we sell those. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they also do like an Under Armour type mm-hmm. uh, thing, a sports shirt. And those are actually very, very competitive on price. I was told by a run club, we should have charged more. <laughs> but we did some of those for a run club recently. But that's a really cool thing that's down there. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhino markets down there, yep, but yep. Um, there, there's a lot of cool stuff just right here. But also, you know, down in Still Creek and mm-hmm. you know up in the northwest part and out uh, Brookshire Freeway and all, not Brookshire, but a Bellhaven Boulevard and all that stuff. So it's a cool area of town. Yeah. Um, I had a question, and it was it wasn't political, but it was about your your platform. You've told yeah. us what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a very specific one because we were we were loading the question up. <laughs> How do we encourage or help spur the growth of music and art venues in your district, specifically yeah. Freedom Drive Corridor, because there's so many places that you could put them? Yeah. Is there well, anything we could do for music? I, and Yeah, and I feel like even from the conversation we were just having, it's mm-hmm. like marketing. It yeah. sounds like there's definitely opportunity there, and I don't know how much the Arts and Science Council gets involved with some of the work or some of the businesses that you guys have already talked about. But I think that's a piece of creating that sense of place. And there's some programming things that it sounds like that can be done just so that folks know what's out there and what's available and to be able to create a sense of, okay, there's a, there's destinations out here Um I, I would absolutely love to do something like that. But I think that that's Maybe. where it starts is the marketing piece. Because when folks then, because you know if you're going over to Plaza Midwood, what kind of vibe you're going to yeah. get. Or you know if you're going down to South End, that kind of thing. But being able to really highlight what's existing yeah. on Freedom Drive, I think there's opportunity there based on just the things that you guys talked about that I didn't even know. Maybe a second or a satellite school well, of I was, rock. I was going to say, too, I think some of that comes on to... <clears throat> places like Charlotte Center City Partners and their mm-hmm. new Music yep. Everywhere initiative or websites mm-hmm. like newsoundonline.com that handle some of You're that stuff. <laughs> Just because they, they do like the yeah. marketing. Like Charlotte mm-hmm. Center City Partners and this Music Everywhere thing, they've got marketing behind it and that's a new initiative they started like a year ago so I think just once places try to start popping up just mm-hmm. more people need to be involved. In, right. And like even the said, culture marketing. blocks and things yeah. like that. Uh-huh. Well I think the growth that's already moving in a wave just a gigantic uh glowing golden wave down over into the west side um it you have to guard against the bad things you've already Uh said that you guys have a good plan for that Mm -hmm. i feel like um you're already vigilant you've already got specific points that you've spelled out in your platform people can look at Mm -hmm. on your website which is winwithwatlington.com all right i got that right (laughs) but um do you do you do a lot on social media um mm. Like in the way of for women with Wellington specifically? No, no, just are you a big proponent? Pro, 
Do you use it a lot? I mean, and just by following other like people, do you tweet year, a lot? I feel like the last year, whatever leisure activities I was doing on social media, I don't have time to do anymore. <laughs> but usually, mm-hmm. yes, usually. I like Instagram. I don't have a Twitter, but Insta and uh, everybody stays on Facebook because right. your family is there and you can manage events. Um, yeah. But those are the two ones. I don't have a Snapchat. That's where I fell off. I knew I got old when I was like, I don't need a Snapchat. No, you just had needed productive <laughs> use of your time. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We don't need to see your meal all right. the time. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about Victoria and her. I'm using air quotes again. Ten Commandments, <laughs> and and I want to know if that is that commandments. It's it. Anyway, I don't know if that's from the King James or the version <laughs> with the apocrypha. But anyway, just <sighs> in brief, and I know you yeah. have it broken down into sections. It's uh-huh. it's like um. A friendly manifesto, if you will. Tell us about that. (laughs) Sure. So like you said, it's in four sections, and those four sections are community-driven strategic planning, and that's all about engaging the community and getting folks in different positions, not just about the elected officials. We're engaged. Yes. Not not like that. We're both married. I'm married. married. (laughs) I'm married, but I'm willing to whatever okay to be <laughs> engaged again out? i don't know <laughs> pride festival was this weekend <laughs> i'm okay with that they just don't want me i'm not pretty or nothing <laughs> oh geez anyway but, yeah so getting folks educated like you said before like how do you know what to ask about if you don't know it exists um increasing engagement especially on the west side of folks on the board uh on the boards of commissions of the city because that's a place where we we don't we're underrepresented um being able to work cross-functionally so the city excuse me, the city and the county talk a lot about wanting to create a seamless experience for the customer. I don't know if y'all ever called 311, but... I have, um, I haven't had bad experiences with right, it, but I right. don't understand Good. why they changed the org website because it seems convoluted now because that original from two years ago website pops up and then all of a sudden you've got the 311. It makes it harder for me to find, okay, I need the phone number for clerk of court. Mm-hmm. Can't find it. Well, if you, see, I'm just going to charlottenc.gov now. Okay. I just do the thing that I know you're not familiar with because you're older. It's called Google. <laughs> right. I knew but guess what? When you, you dial the number, 704-336-something, whatever it is, it takes you to 311 anyway, dude. You got to get a number with an extension on it to get somebody in the court over there. I'm not in court. <laughs> it's for other stuff, for real estate stuff. Mm-hmm. I ain't been arrested along ever, really. <laughs> Technically. Technically. I, I don't just need to have numbers, but I'm just saying. <laughs> they asked me for papers, and I was like, well, all right. <laughs> sure. I'm just kidding. Anyway, I'm about back to go to home your... and Google. No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. It's boring. I assure you it's boring. <laughs> we shall see. It's no. a picture of me with some North Korean kids on a playground <laughs> trying to get out of that country. That's all it is. Oh, God. That's, you did the picture. I did that picture. Oh, my goodness. Uh, what, what else? Oh, we were talking affordable about housing. Yep. Yes. And we talked already a little bit about some yep. of the things from there. And then um, transportation. Mm-hmm. We talked a little bit about that. Transit-oriented development. Um, proponent, I'm a proponent of alternative uh, methods of transit, like bike lanes. Like, yeah, um, yeah, I like that. Scooters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then... Um, Economic mobility. So when you talk about workforce development, when you talk about small business development, um, that's the other leg, if you will, of the yeah. platform. But yeah, I like all that. I'm down with all that. I don't know all the details, but I'd be uh, I'd be very interested in seeing how you would implement that stuff mm-hmm. or help. Yeah. Um, who has helped you mm-hmm. in your campaign? I know you have people that endorse you, and there's some big boppers on there. I've seen some <laughs> names I recognize. Mm-hmm. There's some young fellow named Hugh McCall. <laughs> I'm familiar with NCNB. That was before Brian's parents were born, probably. <laughs> but anyway, um, as far as people already on city council, you're getting some help. 
people like Mr. Dunlap, mm-hmm. who who is really mentoring you in the in the process of becoming mm-hmm. or, or running? I don't want yeah. to count the chickens, chickens for the, the hatch. Right, right. Yeah, but please go out and vote. We need yeah, every vote. You need to vote. You need to vote. <laughs> and just because there's a lot of Democrats on the council already, there's not a problem with voting for another one as mm-hmm. long as they're doing good work. Exactly right. right. Exactly right. So, like you said, um, who helps? Yeah. So it's interesting because when I think about who has helped from the very beginning, it's been my neighborhood leaders. So mm-hmm. the Ricky Halls, the Brenda Campbells, the Frank Coley's, the Beverly Clarks, uh, Mr. Ron Leeper as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Those are the folks that I've really leaned on. He's a on. fixture in yeah, Charlotte. Yeah, he's amazing. Just a very sweet, sweet spirit. Um, like you said, Commissioner Dunlap. Um, and especially, I will even say, not from a campaign standpoint, but just from a raising me up, if you will, to be effective. City staff, I mean, over the years, they have been amazing. The planning department, uh, Taiwo, I think the world of Taiwo, um, Kevin Dick over in economic development. There's so many. I don't want to start naming names now. Yeah. I've started. But there, there's, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know who you are. No. But um, like all Grammy of them, speech. yeah, they're just very, oh. very helpful and really want to make sure that if you're coming to try to really get engaged and be involved and you want to help do work, they are Open arms. Well, they probably really appreciate anyone that really is trying to help. Exactly. And it's saying, hey, um, what do you have available for me? Let mm-hmm. me use it. I'll be back. I'll come back with whatever you need. You exactly know? right. Exactly. There's, I've never had anybody that was really tough to deal with if I had to go to a county or city office. If I asked them, what do I need? And mm-hmm. they said, you'll have to get this. Okay, let me go get it. And if I'm trying, they're mm-hmm. always very patient, just like at the clerk of courts. The lady had to tell me to come back five times. I mean, I've dealt with that in South Carolina, so. Yeah. That ain't District 3. <laughs> Which I used to live in like Abbeville, a... South Carolina. Oh, man. <laughs> in Columbia. Mm. They're one of the people I put in my other, the other job oh, yeah, I have. Yeah. I uh, see some of the fine people in Abbeville. That's a whole... <laughs> Brian works for an unnamed uh, slammer-type magazine where they have the mug shots on Oh, it. Lord, like the jailbird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's brand name stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so I see some of the fine people of Abbeville. Yeah. That's Well, funny. we all got them. We all got them. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. What um, <clears throat> what one chain restaurant would you like to see appear <laughs> on Tuckasegee Road? Oh, Lord, the one. It can be fast food. It can be fine dining. It, it could be Flemings. It could be Morton's of Chicago. It, if you could have one, uh, never mind how it, it might it matches do. at all. Right. But, I mean, I'm always down to go to Papa Doe whenever I go to Atlanta or other places. So. I don't know if I'm familiar with that. What? Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what Papa Doe is? I don't. Oh my gosh. What okay. is it? It's the seafood restaurant, but it's like on steroids. It's like like Razoo's except more. You don't know Razoo? Okay, forget it. <laughs> I mean, I remember Juniors that used to be right across from Georgia Tech in 1988, but. <laughs> is it still there? I need to go. Look. No, the they tore it down for the Olympic Village. Oh. It was right across 85 from, ah. the, from the varsity. Is it gotcha. like restaurant style or with like a waiter or is it yeah. like seafood? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not like Libby Hill or anything where you just go to the counter. I don't know what that is either. Oh, Lord. <laughs> See, I'm through with you. <laughs> well, have you ever been to Bean There, Done That in Tampa? No. The best uh, breakfast uh, burrito you'll ever have. No, I haven't been to Tampa in years. Wow. You ain't missing nothing. <laughs> no, it's nice. I like that better than the Atlantic side. Mm-hmm. So since we're in a music studio, I have to ask. Beyonce. Beyonce. Okay. <laughs> well, no, he was going to ask about music. Well, I was gonna ask. Shade. I was. I was gonna. I was gonna ask her who she listens to right now and her if you. Okay, so I'll tell you who I listen to right now. Beyonce. Beyonce. 
Drake, Sam Hunt. Don't judge me. I know he's a little what broken, you, but I love him. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, I like Chris Stapleton. I used to be a huge Toby Keith fan. Uh, that vibrato is just everything, but I feel like I haven't heard anything from him in a while. Um, so what um, I got is she likes a little country and a little bit of hip-hop, so she's clearly yeah, yeah. into that... Uh, Little nice. Florida, no, Georgia I don't line. like it. I don't like it at all. No shade. I love Florida, Georgia line. I'm not gonna, not gonna lie. Don't laugh. It's fine. No, but I, old town I'm not into old town. Where'd Logan put my trash like, can to puke in? Whatever. Oh, don't tell me there you're a country is. purist. Yeah, I'm a little bit of a snob. Well, since y'all brought it up, I'll go ahead and ask yes, you. Yes, tell me. True father of reggae, Bob Marley or Peter Tosh? I don't know who Peter Tosh is. Well, he's the true father of reggae. <laughs> oh, you can Lord. even make an argument for Dennis Brown, but anyway, Google that name. <laughs> He was about nine feet tall, rode a unicycle around Kingston and London, and carried an AK-47. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Yeah, he was murdered in his home. It's a good way to go. Wow. Wow. He died peacefully at home without without the rest of his blood. (laughs) Tragic. Okay, I think that might be a signal to wrap it up. (laughs) Listen, Victoria, we really appreciate it. Thanks for coming in and giving us specific ways that you want to help the city and... uh, I think it's all doable with good leadership, and I think you're that leadership. We got to get younger. We got to get more energetic, and I think you could provide that. Um, I'm giving my uh, official personal endorsement for. <laughs> a, hey, you want an endorsement from a registered yes, Republican? Thanks. Hey, here it is, man. I guess I can't vote in the primary, but mad anyway, um, the Mad Park endorsement. We are party free, which sounds very boring, actually. Especially considering your industry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're very boring. No, but anyway, thank you for coming. Thank you. For thank you for being with us. Um, Go to Victoria's site, winwithwatlington.com. Check out Miss Victoria Watlington. See what she's all about. Um, if this didn't explain to you what she's all about and how patient she can be with people <laughs> and how she can keep her focus, there's no heckler in any political rally that's ever going to shake you like that. Peter Tosh. What the hell am I talking about? But anyway, um, the West Side thanks you. District 3 thanks you. Um, good luck. Thank there you. are other people running. So be sure to do your due diligence, mm-hmm. uh, potential voters. But there are other people running. But this is the this is the individual that I believe you might do well to vote for and watch her. Let's see if we've got a rising political star on our hands or public servant star. There you go. That's better than political. But anyway, my name is Tom, and that guy over there is Brian. And this was Victoria Watlington. All right, and this was the Mad Park Podcast. Thanks for tuning in again. There's no tuning, but thanks for listening again. Uh, it was recorded here at the vault inside the Playroom at 916 Tuckasegee. Check them out, too, theplayroomonline.com, Charlotte's premier recording and rehearsal facility since 1994. Rent, rehearse, excel. Also visit madparkdesigns.com because that's who we are and we need to plug ourselves. Yeah, and we need money, too. <laughs> <laughs>